everyone, and welcome to another Yogi Misfit session. My name is Danny Pomploon, and I'm your host. Today, my guest is Ben Boudreau. <laughs> I finally got it right. Um, I met Ben uh, this uh, past March, actually. He is a Lululemon ambassador out in Michigan. And uh, we met at the Ambassador Summit, and he is a super cool guy. It was really nice, family man. Uh, he's a trainer. He owns a gym out there in uh, Michigan. And uh, we connected along with you know a hundred other lovely human beings. Um, so yeah, I sent this email out to the people that were um, that were at the uh, summit and just told them how grateful I was to to be there and to connect with them. And he responded and was like, "Dude, like so awesome. You know, we should connect." for sure and I'd offer people you know to come onto the podcast and he was like yeah and it was so fun recording the show with him because he's just so full of love and so full of energy and and you know we talk in the show today about loving life and his gratitude practice which I didn't really know we were going to get into and it's so cool to see someone do these things every day and to hear him talk about it so passionately so yeah I hope you guys enjoy the show and of course if you love the show, please leave a review on iTunes as it helps. Ben, welcome to the show. How's it going, man? It's going great, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, So for everyone listening to the show, um, Ben and I met in Whistler. We were just, uh, just hanging out casually in Whistler. No big deal. <laughs> we, uh, we, uh, we were there for the Lululemon ambassador summit. Um, I, I'm a Lululemon ambassador. He's a Lululemon ambassador. And what they do every year is they choose, I think, what was it, Ben? Like a hundred ambassadors? Yep. A hundred people from all over the world. Yeah. It was really cool. Actually. There's people from Japan and people from what, like New Zealand and just everywhere. Um, everywhere. Man. Yeah, and so we got to we got to meet and hang out, and we uh, we were basically surrounded by like a hundred other you know movers and shakers. So yeah, I'm super stoked to have Ben on the show. Ben, how's everything going? Like how how have you been since the ambassador summit? I haven't seen you since March. I've been great, man. Um, been really just coming back from that Whistler program, just totally changed my view on a lot of things that I'm doing. So I've been bit good, man. Really busy. I own a business. Um, I do online training as well, and I also have another baby due in a month or so. So it's been busy as hell. But one thing I really took from Whistler is practicing yoga and practicing meditation. So before I went there, you know, I was a stress case, just like most of us there. You know, you run a business, going left and right, trying to be an entrepreneur, and never really slowing down. And since that summit at Whistler, I've been really focusing on slowing down, focusing on the right things and just kind of taking it day by day. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, uh, you know, Janet Stone was our teacher there and I actually teach, uh, with Janet. Well, after Janet on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we, uh, I teach back to back with her and I was laughing because I, I didn't know she was there until I was uh, the first day that we got there, I was sitting down eating breakfast and I felt these hands on my shoulders and I was like, what the, Oh, <laughs> Hey, what's going on? And oh I was I, I was kind of taken back because I know her practice, and I was like, "Huh, I wonder what everyone else is gonna think." And I distinctly remember the first class. There was a bunch of guys like, "Okay, whatever." And then she started doing. I don't know if you remember, but she she had everyone singing. Obviously, that's very Janet Stone. Um, and then she had everyone doing these like chaturangas, but like with one knee to the elbow, and all the dudes were dying. And at one point, Ooh. she goes, "She goes, yeah, you guys thought I was gonna be the singing lady, didn't you?" 
Oh my god! Of course I remember that. That was my first. I've done yoga before. Yeah. But that was my first real taste of it. And then like I start doing it five minutes in, and I'm, I'm next to all these guys, and they're all like squealing, just like you said. Yeah. And she, so for the next ninety minutes, I'm like, holy shit! Like yeah. I gotta like, how am I gonna get through this ninety minutes? But <laughs> after the second session of doing that, like I came back and I'm like, guys, I freaking love yoga. And all my trainer guys are like, dude, the hell are you talking about? Like, yo, <laughs> really? Yeah. That's awesome, man. So Ben. Tell me a little more about like your business and, and what you're up to. I, I know you do – so you do online training. Um, you have a business. Where is your business located at again? Auburn Hills, Michigan. Okay. Okay, cool. And uh, I'm actually going to be in Michigan later on this year. Or no, next nope. year. At the beginning of next year, I'll be, um, I'll be out there teaching. Anyway, so what – like let, let's – one, I want to hear about what you're doing with your online stuff. And then two, I want to talk about love and life. All right, cool. So the online stuff kind of stems from my business, Acceleration Fitness. I started, I didn't start Acceleration Fitness. I took over Acceleration when it was used to be called Acceleration Sports. So my background, guys, I was a college wrestler at Michigan State. Um, I went on to be a strength coach at Michigan State for a couple of years. So I was like the athlete guy, strictly like macho athlete guy. That's yeah, what I wanted. That's an understatement. <laughs> and I took over this company called Acceleration Sports in 2014. And it was in the back of a golf dome. I don't know if they had those in California or not, but a dome was just a huge, big dome. And we had about six clients. There was no structure. It was just purely athletes. And long story short, 2014, fast track to 2017, we went from six clients to over 400 clients as we speak right now. And um, it's completely revamped into acceleration fitness. And our main focus is boot camps, semi-private training, and one-on-one -on -one personal training with adults. What do you think about adding yoga in there? Well, yeah, we're, we're definitely working on that at least because, like I mentioned too, that I brought back the yoga thing, and now, like the most macho trainers I have, almost every single trainer I have now is going somewhere to do yoga. Oh so, wow, that's awesome! A lot changed in a year, yeah. So, but to really, it sounds like a generic gym, you know, like six clients to four hundred. But really, what's so special about Acceleration is we are a straight up big family community. Um, we do a lot of charity events. We do a lot of just fun things in the gym. It's boot camp, but it's basically a huge playground for adults. Yeah. Everybody knows each other. There's not like a come and go, like you don't know anybody. It's very, very tight knit. Yeah, it's a community, and I think that's what's most important. Whether it's yoga, boot camp, CrossFit, you know, I think the community aspect is the most important part. Absolutely, man. It's like, why do it if you're not going to have a community? Yeah, you want to find somewhere where you belong and where you can feel like yourself and, you know, be 100% yourself and everything be okay. Exactly. Exactly. So that. We started doing the uh, adult fitness and it really led to the big, I guess, explosion of clients is we were getting really good results. And what I found is that people were starting to reach out to me because of my social media. I do a lot of social media posts, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. And people were reaching out to me from awesome places like Sri Lanka, um, wow. Africa, like Europe. Like for some reason, I'm huge in the UK. I don't know why. But people <laughs> were reaching out to me asking for programs and I'm like running my business. I can't do this. But – I kind of felt like it was my calling. Like these people are reaching out to me. And for example, I got a guy in Sri Lanka and we're talking about protein and supplements. And he's like, yeah, well a ship comes over every single month. So once a month we were able to get like supplies for water and supplements. And I heard that I'm like, shit, man, let's, we take so much for granted with um, so much access we have. And this guy's trying to get in great shape. He's trying to do this and he needs help. Right. So like, I can't just sit back and let this happen. So I got into online training and, um, it's been going on ever since that. So now I work with people all over the world, getting them results virtually and, um, you know, over the phone and it's been, it's been a blessing for sure. 
That's awesome, man. I love that you're able to, you know, just do it outside of just like one-on-one, like in, in person, but also offer it to people that, you know, that, that want to do it. That's, it's nice when you, I mean, you get it. You, it's nice when you have a client that's hungry, that actually wants to do it, that wants to show up, that wants to do the work. Mm-hmm, exactly. And what I tell people with my online, cause I, I work with like not that many people because acceleration fitness is my baby. So if I'm going to work with someone and really spend my time that I could be spending with my family, like I'm going to, it has to be a right fit on my end and their end. So I get to kind of choose my clients. Cause if, like I said, if I can tell they're like looking for some quick 30 day fix where they're going to lose 20 pounds, like that's just not me. You know what I mean? Right. So it's, it's been a blessing in that sense too. Yeah. That's it. I never thought about that actually. If it's going to take, that's a really, really smart way to just look at things in general. If it's going to take away from like your family time or whatever, it's not, if they're not going to put in the work, there's no point in putting in the work for them, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Nice, man. So it was funny. I was like, you know, every, everyone that comes on the podcast, you know, they have, there's my little questionnaire just to, you know, one, get the insights or whatever, but also like your topic, you wanted to talk about love and life. Like let's, 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 let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, man. I just, when I wrote that two word answer, I was like, he's going to think I'm just some like lazy ass, but really (laughs) at the time I wrote that I had um, my TV on in the background. My son was watching cartoons and like flipping through channels. And then the Vegas thing happened. Um, and then I just like saw about the Neil, there's so much shit going on in the world. I was like, man, we just need to focus on nothing but positive love in life and just loving what you have. And Danny, I think you can attest this too. When we went to the Whistler and summit, it made you really actually practice gratefulness. A lot of people say they do it, but if you really look into what you can be grateful for, it's such a powerful thing. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and that's really what I've been, you know, focusing on since I left there. What, like, what sorts of things do you put into practice or like what sorts of reminders or what's like, I guess, what does that routine look like for you to remind yourself that you are practicing gratefulness or that you are focusing on, you know, with all, I mean, all given said, you know, the world is, is it's fucking crazy right now. There's, there's a lot of shit going down. What do you do to keep yourself, you know, in check and remind yourself, you know, the, the beauty that you have in your life currently? So each morning I start off with, um, meditation. Mm-hmm. So I wake up, I do my thing, and this is like when the house is quiet, no one's awake, and I practice meditation for about five minutes. I use a simple habit app, and that kind of gets my brain flowing a little bit. And then immediately right after that, the first thing I do is I have this planner that my um, lovely assistant gave to me, and it's she got it at Staples, but it's like a fitness one. And the first thing it says is today I'm grateful for blank blank blank. So I write down three things that I'm genuinely grateful for right after I meditate, and. I focus on those things. I don't just write them down and then go on that day. I write them down and I seriously take five minutes. Like I set my watch and I just think about those things that I'm grateful for. And doing that practice, it can be very mundane if you write, you know, I'm thankful for the weather. I'm thankful for, you know, my job. Like I really change it up and try to get in depth. So it's going to sound, I mean, it's pretty insight to my life. This morning I wrote down um, family kisses. It's going to be sound really weird, but. No, I, not at all. Are you kidding? <laughs> That's awesome. My son's two and my wife, my dog. Um, we do like, I don't know, like he, my son's like into kissing right now, like saying I love you and all that kind of thing. And like sure. he'll kiss my wife, like maul my wife, then he'll maul me, then he'll maul my dog. And like, it's a family kiss. And like that, I think about that moment and how lucky I am to have all those things and how grateful I am. And then when you think about that kind of shit, it's like, Everything else is kind of fades away. All the stress, all the problems, those kinds of things. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's not a good. I mean, that's 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 a great. That's 
that's a great way to to one get the day started but two like how awesome is that that the it's the small little subtleties you know i think a lot of people can measure like happiness or gratefulness like oh i i bought this and i bought that and i'm not discrediting that because i think that right. when certain things uh i'll use you know my motorcycle for example i love my motorcycle it is a thing that i purchase that makes me happy but it's actually not the not the motorcycle that makes me happy it's what it provides it brings mm-hmm. me out into nature and stuff like that um, I, I think the small things like that, like, you know, getting to see your son, you know, go through this phase and li- being able to be a witness to your son go through this phase in life. That's awesome. That's more than awesome. You know, exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's really how I guess when the question of practicing gratefulness, that's what I really do. And, um, another thing that I do too, maybe people could take this with them, um, is thank you cards. Yeah. Thank you cards can go a long way because if you have to write a thank you card and it's not like hey thanks for the piece of gum yesterday like just little things like that people do unexpected it makes you feel so i don't know just good man so i do that a lot too i'm gonna actually i'm gonna put all this stuff in the show notes so so far we've got this show has now become ben's steps to gratefulness every day (laughs) no this is good i love this it's it's perfect so you wake up every day you do this meditation every single day Every day. I really do, man. Um, was this a part of something that you did before the summit or was it after? After, for sure. I I meditated a little bit. I did Headspace, I think, just before the summit. But right. then when we meditated before our meetings, like I, I really got into it. And then I, I didn't realize that part of yoga. That's what I was missing with yoga. I thought yoga was like, hey, come do this and get mobile. You know, stretch out a little bit. Right. I di- didn't realize the whole meditation part to it. So now that I practice yoga and now that I do meditation, it's a lot more peaceful in my mind. If you, yeah. Okay. So you've got, you've got your, your first thing is your meditation. And then the second thing is you've got your little gratitude list for the day. Your third thing is thank you cards. What else adds to it? Like what else, what else do you do that just like whatever it is, whether it's a random act of kindness or whatever, that just, you're like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think, Practicing forgiving yourself. Okay. And I, I'm not perfect by any means. And that's what's something that I had to really, it's, it's hard to, you know, I'm not good at losing. I'm not good with failing anything. So I, I get down on myself and really forgiving myself is um, something that I've been trying to challenge myself to do. Wait, so an example. The, the skilled athlete in you is not good at losing? <laughs> yeah. It's tough, man. It really is. Because I, you know, I, I was raised... I'm the youngest of four brothers and we grew up on a dirt road in the country and played every sport under the sun, man. So like competition, I mean, every day there was a fist fight in our yard because yeah. from some football game, you know, so it's just <laughs> kind of the way I grew up. And when that goes into business, man, if you live your life like that, it's, it's a freaking long day. So yeah, yeah. forgiving yourself, not being perfect. And a prime example I can use this morning, actually, yeah, this morning, because I, like I said, I'm not perfect. You know, even though I meditated, I still had kind of a freak out this morning. Um, I had to teach a class that I did not know I was teaching. So I had to cancel some calls on people and I hate canceling calls. And long story short, I kind of reacted a way that I didn't want to react. And I took it out on the messenger when it really wasn't her fault. So after I took five minutes and like kind of calmed down, I was at a coffee shop doing some work. I went and bought her a um, caramel latte. And then the other kid that I was talking to too, I went and bought, bought him a cookie. And honestly, I didn't do that to make myself feel good. I just did that to like, I don't know, I, I felt bad that I reacted the way I did. So I recognized it and tried to fix it somewhat. How did you practice the forgiveness for yourself in that? 
It's a good question, man. Um, I didn't buy myself a coffee, but I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> I think. I mean, what does that look like for you when you when you actually practice forgiveness with yourself? What's what's that? What's that feel like? Straight up in my mind, um, to forgive myself, I allowed myself to do a workout. So just before this podcast, I did a forty-five minute workout and got in my zone and got my sweat in. And honestly, before the workout, I was still feeling the effects of it. I was still feeling stressed out, and I. Halfway through the workout, I finally left it. So it's really just beating the thoughts in my mind because so many thoughts can come in your mind that are negative and like, wow, you fucked up. Hey, you shouldn't have done this. Wow, you're a dick. Like, so those thoughts I generate. I'm in control of those thoughts. So in my head, the little wrestler inside my head, I'm like, hey, fuck you, thoughts. Like, I'm going to be happy. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a constant battle, but I mean, it's something you can really practice and strengthen. You know what I got to say about all this, Ben, is I think that there is um, there is such this stigma or even stereotype that men in general, specifically, you know, macho or, you know, like you were saying, like wrestler or whatever, that kind of guy, mm-hmm. that this isn't supposed to be a part of their, their routine. You know, I think that there is this like you have to be, you know, to be a man or whatever, to step into this, you have to fit this other type of stereotype. Do you know what I'm saying? And I do. I, I do, feel man. like you just squashed all of that in less than like two seconds, you know, like you were able to so beautifully embody how you were grateful to get family kisses and how you sit there and actually dive in and meditate and how you, you know, were able to rectify the situation within yourself to forgive yourself, to practice forgiveness. I think that's huge. Thank you, man. Thank you. It's tough to do, but yeah, I, I, uh, I agree with you on that one about the, there's definitely a stigma, you know, especially with younger guys too. You see that machoism, like you're not supposed to do that, like you know, right? So. Yeah, and there's only certain things, you know, there's only there's only certain things that time can teach, right? Yeah. What do you do, like, I mean, in in in, in aspects of like training with your clients, do you do anything like any not, not not like gratefulness techniques or even maybe even mindfulness practice? But how do you how do you bring that loving life uh, joy aspects into your training? I think that's the most important important reason why we're successful because we meet with these people one-on-one and it's not just all right what's your diet what's your workout like it's the first question we ask he's like why are you here and we'll ask why 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 we'll break that down five or six levels deep until they come to us and tell us really what they're in fitness for and that could be a number of things you know like i i mean i hear everything i don't want to look like my sister Um, I want my spouse to notice me more. I want like things that they truly want deep inside that they're battling with. We get that out of them. And then when they come to the gym, they're internally driven. So when you have a room full of internally driven people lifting each other up, I mean, it makes for one hell of a boot camp. We'll have 25 people who, you know, 25 different individuals all on different missions, but they're lifting each other up and they do it consistently. And month after month goes by. Now these people are in better shape than we were in high school. You know what I mean? Right. And it's, I really think it's because we tap into that internal mindset with them. Yeah. It's, it's actually connecting. It's, it's, uh, it's seeing versus looking, you know, Mm -hmm. you're actually seeing the person for what they are and, and what they, what their wants are, what their needs are. And not just looking at them like a client, you know, you're looking, you're seeing them as a, as a person, as as an individual. As a business too, that's, that's definitely helped us because people really find a connection with the gym. And what I've noticed is that when people feel good about themselves, they lose weight, they feel confident, they're always so much more giving. So when we run a charity event, 
we'll raise $7,000 for a kid. And the, these people will come in not even knowing who they're raising money for. They just know it's right to do. And they're so positive and so confident of themselves that they want to do it. So it just spreads everywhere, man. That's awesome, man. I love it. I love that your, uh, that your backbone of, of all this is in that same place of just like love and life. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. That's so great, Ben. Well, I'm super stoked to, uh, one, re- reconnected, and two, just have you on the show and, and share your positivity. I think you know what you said earlier is we really more than ever could use a whole lot of that right now, maybe a, a double dose of it, if you will. Yeah. So t- tell your son to spread the kisses to everybody. Well, not everybody. but <laughs> <laughs> We don't want to teach him that young, but <laughs> maybe, maybe hugs, maybe hugs. <laughs> ben, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today, man. Um, is there anything else you want to say to the listeners before we take off? I think, I, I think we covered it, man. I think we got nailed it down here, but I do want to say thank you to you for, let me talk about myself and uh i definitely would like to have you on my show and thanks for reaching out and just being you man because this is this is really good for me so thank you absolutely man i mean it's 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 i don't know that's that's why i'm in it for you know for the people and uh you know i, mean, I don't know one one down dog at a time that's that's how i want to change the world one down dog at a time there we go there we go all right guys until the next yogi misfit session this is danny pomploon and ben saying peace out see you guys